0: Welcome to this presentation of Bethel Family Church. We hope you enjoy listening and that it helps you to grow closer to Jesus. 24th of January already. Um, it's a good thing Christmas is just round the corner. <laughs> the goodies will be on the shelves soon. We'll get the decorations up. We'll be good to go. So, twenty-fourth um, of January. Who's had a birthday up to now? Anybody? Sorry? No. Between the first and the twenty-fourth today? Nobody. Right. So, who's going to have a birthday this year? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> If you were born, like on the 30th of February or something, you'll be all right. Do you reckon God was around before you were born? I think it's a great assumption to make. Will he be around once you're gone? Yep, it's a fair assumption to make. That's incredible in its own way, because um, that means God has seen the beginning of my life and the end of my life. God has seen the totality of who I am, what I've done. I don't know what's going to happen, but he does. And what's more is he's seen it with every one of us. And he was there, gee, from Adam. He's seen all the great patriarchs, Moses, all those big dudes. He's seen the beginning and the end of all of it. Um, He saw the beginning of the earth. And he's seen the end of it. It's kind of mind-boggling, and we're not really able to understand it because of the setup that we're in, because of our minds, our brains. We've been created in this bubble, as it were, because God wanted it that way, and we're not really going to understand the mass and the volume. That's, that's a funny term. God isn't mass, he isn't volume. Um, we won't be able to understand the vastness of who he is. Um, It's just way big. Um, It's also amazing, when I pray, and I have my quiet time, um, okay, it's different in a, a church sitting or a prayer group, but when I pray, I go straight to God, and it's just me and him. There's no one else around. I'm not waiting for my turn in a prayer group to talk to God. It's just me and him. And so too with 100 million other people at the same time. That's incredible. God can handle that. Um, Just to show the vastness of who he is. It's not like I want to pray and then um, Lord, okay, wait, he's going to Japan right now. And then Lord, okay, no, wait, he's in Korea. Um, I'll have to wait for him to... He's there. He's available. He is all present all the time. And again, it's mind blowing. You can't get your head around it. And good, you're not supposed to. That's something Kerry also mentioned in the prophecy word. He is God. He created you. And He loves you. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) It kind of helps. Um, So right there's in that statement alone, there's volumes. But if this can be a rock in your life, a foundation to you, whatever happens in your life. He is God. He created you. He knows about you, and He loves you, okay? Regardless of what's happening or what isn't happening, if there's a need that's not being met, He's God. He created you. He loves you. If there's a sickness you're struggling with, He is God. He created you. He loves you. Whatever your need, whatever your abundance, He is God. He created you. He loves you. Um, We do tend to be more comfortable when things are going our way um, as human beings. Yep. But when we struggle, we struggle. We lose sight. That's all right. God knows about that. Um, Just never, ever turn your back on him, regardless of what's happening in your life. Um, We know that Scripture says Jesus Christ is beside God, interceding for us. Um, There was a stage in my life where it was getting kind of rough. And I said, Lord, um, I understand you're praying for me, but you may want to pray something different because it's not working. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the thought just came to me, I know what you're going through. That's why I'm praying for you now, to get through this all. Peter had the same thing, um, where... Jesus said to Peter, Satan has asked to sift you and I'm going to pray for you. He didn't stop it. He prayed for him. So let that just be a foundation to you. No matter what's happening, good or bad, um, that is a statement. That that is a truth that cannot change. Um, We feel at times that it's not true for us. It's not true now, but it is the truth. If you can understand that. Just... As Christians, we kind of believe in creation as opposed to evolution. Um, Chuck Mistler would say, it didn't happen from goo to you via the zoo. (laughs) God created you. It makes you special. It makes you awesome. Um, God doesn't mess up. But in the beginning, God. That's Genesis 1-1, and that's where we started. In the beginning, God. I mean, there was nothing. There was no one. <laughs> someone else who created God. Dude, don't go there. Don't think about that. Um, it's too big. It's too big for the mind. It's We've got to try and fit it in to our thinking, and we come up with questions like who created God. Um, if anybody created God, then there's someone higher or bigger than God, and they just can't, can't be. So in the beginning, God, I mean, he was. He is. There's just no one and nothing bigger than him or beside him. That helps us in um, our lives as just to understand what we're going through, where we're going. He's, he's bigger than us. He's way bigger than us. He's seen it all. He has, um, he's been there. He knows what we're going through. He knows what we're going to go through. All that is already inside him. What was. <laughs> when were you created? So we all got a birthday. We have a specific date. Um, most of us have got a birth certificate somewhere in the cupboard that we can't find. But it's there. They needed evidence that I was created, that I was born. I mean, to. Die. But anyway. And how important is that? For every form you fill in, birth date, birth date, birth date. So you're doing for an ID, whatever you do, driver's license, birth date, birth date, birth date. So what was your creation date? That's interesting. Um, obviously, God is not involved in time. Time is inside God. God hasn't got time. If he has seen everything, he's been there Beginning and end of this whole world, he's not bound to time at all. He'll work in time because we here, he placed us here, but God is not, not bothered with time. Um, where um, the Bible sometimes says um, a thousand, a day is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. It's just God hasn't got time, he doesn't need time. Time is inside of him. It's amazing. Um, we're in this, um, we're placed in time, matter, and space, um, where you've got time, you've got your day and night, you've got your seasons all clocking over, and um, with every day that passes, we're getting closer to our final day. It just doesn't stop. Nobody can stop it. That's the way God put it in place, and that's the way it's going to take over. It's just going to keep going. And all of that is inside of God. Now, we know of our little universe. We've got a couple of planets. We're struggling to get to Mars. We've landed some machinery there. But we're still struggling to get people there. And that's just the first planet. I mean, way beyond that. We have a galaxy that everything revolves around. and Everything is in time. It's ticking over. It's locked into orbits. It's locked into space. It's there. And then there are galaxies that we don't even know about. It just carries on. And it's all inside of God. That's just incredible. It is massive. We get created first. We are then formed. We're born. And then we die. That's our basic cycle. Um, we are more aware of the formed, born, die, pit, but there is more to it. Uh, where are we going? Right. In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. Uh, then God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish and the sea and over the birds of the heaven, of the livestock and of all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. Again, some people, the scholars, won't necessarily see In that order, Genesis is not necessarily, as we read it, there are, but of changes as to how it was written. But this happened before the foundations of the earth, creation. That happened before the earth was actually created. So he created something out of in another dimension, in in him, out of you know not in this. That creation didn't happen in this realm that we're in now, in the time, matter, and space. Well, was it two. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, <clears throat> even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. So that creation, that original creation of us That's where Jesus Christ um, blessed us with every spiritual blessing that Ephesians talks about. That's already built in. It was already built into that original creation there. And then, okay, even as as he has chosen in him before the foundation of the world, which you will see there. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, and faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such there is no law. Again, that was built into the original creation that was created outside of our domain. So we'll see later on how that helps us before the foundation of the world. Um, So that was you. His original creation of you was perfect. There is nothing lacking in it. There's nothing wrong. There is no sin. It was perfect in every way and it was as he wanted it in you. Um, That he placed, he formed you, uh, created you as he wanted you with the eyes that you needed, um, the color, color of your hair, whether you're going to be short and tall or whatever. That was an original creation and it's perfect in every way. Um, It's in him, it's for him and it's because of him. It's, what he wanted and it's perfect okay so what happened you'll have a unique spiritual DNA too there Um, it's you are unique you're not a cookie cutter Um, amazing so God created me and he really took time and effort he put effort into it and um, he gave he made me the way he wanted me and all of what he did pleased him. not me as an individual. And it was perfect. So um, he finished the work. Awesome, beautiful. And he stepped back to admire it. And then I got hit by a truck. A crazy angel driving a truck. I ran straight over me. That's why I look like I do. <laughs> not... Not scriptural. I'm sure the angels have licenses up there, so that's okay. So, um, why didn't he leave me there with him? It was so nice. It was good. There was nothing in the way. Why am I here? I mean, sheesh, Lord. Why send me down here? Why not just leave me there? I just believe that um, with when he created me, he didn't create an angel, figure. He created someone with the ability to be able to choose, with the ability to be able to choose to love or not. He didn't create an angel that is kind of under a different level of authority. That angel can't really refuse. He's like built like that. Um, what happened to Satan? Oh, he, he, Um, but creating me with the ability to be able to choose to love him. And we have full authority and full permission to choose not to accept Jesus Christ. It's a choice. Um, You're not going to be able to get away from the consequences, but the choice is there. Okay. He is God. He created us. He loves us. So that's what I was referring to there. The creation was there. Okay, then I land in this little bubble. I get born, and then I'm done with it. Well, what happens to this guy when he's done with? I'm just reckoning he returns to this, because... (laughs) There is a resurrection for all of us. Um, Jesus Christ demonstrated that. And he said he was the firstborn of many. Anyway, um, it's not the be-all and end-all. If you lay down in the grave and you return to dust, that's not the end of it. There's a lot beyond that. And, um, okay, we'll see sooner or later. But you'll return to this guy, to the original creation, because there will be nothing... This, this little bubble is the problem for us. And God specifically made it that way. As I said earlier, created, formed, born, die. Isaiah 43, 7, everyone who was called by my name and whom I have created for my glory, I have formed even <clears throat> whom I have made. Isaiah 44, 2, thus saith the Lord who made you and formed you in the womb. Who will help you? Do not fear, O Jacob, my servant. And you, Jeshurun, my goodness, whom I have chosen. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, and the one who formed you from the womb. I am the Lord, I am the maker of all things. Stretching out the heavens by myself and spreading out the earth all alone. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. See, that's where the original creation comes in. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you to a prophet of the nations. Okay, he was talking about Jeremiah there. Uh, Everyone who is called by my name and whom I have created for my glory, whom I have formed, even whom I have made. Thus says the Lord who made you and formed you in the womb, who will help you. And the Lord God formed the man from the dust, from the ground, and breathed nostrils into nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living creature see also if you read Genesis um, he said let us create man in our own image Um, man and woman he created them and then he comes later on in Genesis and actually forms them so you got that double step Uh, created, formed born again we'll get there Um, formed in the womb (laughs) <laughs> That's also amazing. Um, for nine months, God takes the time to create this little being in mom's tummy, and He takes care of it, and He nourishes it in the, through the whole system that He created. And um, for nine months, God put me together, um, gave me the hair or no hair that I needed, and the color of the eyes, and everything. He did perfectly. Okay. And I was busy growing and I was getting bigger and the space is getting a bit cramped and I'm getting to be a bit of a pain in Mum's tongue. And I become another pain and another pain and another pain. Eventually Mum says, No, nah. I've had enough of you, dude. Out. <laughs> no, nah, this, this is nice. <laughs> I'm staying here. No, nah, out. So my little comfortable bubble burst and I felt the walls closing in on me. So I thought, okay, I don't have much of a choice here. I'm, I'm moving on. So I stepped into this not big, nice, big, beautiful, bright world, and I was not happy. I chucked a mega hissy fit, and I was screaming, and kicking, and carrying on. Jeez, so I get slapped, and I get an injection. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not five minutes old yet. Give me a break. Anyway, I thought, no, hang on, I better just shut up and sleep for a few weeks and just Mm -hmm. get over this. (laughs) But, again, we get formed, and then we get born, and then we into this little bubble of time and space. In that little infant, um, the full adult is packaged in there. He's not going to get add-ons as he grows. Um, It's all in there, he or she, whoever. It's all packaged in that little infant. And it just develops and grows. God's amazing plan. Now, have I got the... Is it on the next one? Yep. So, somehow, when I get born, this dude gets packaged into this dude. But, um, again, in an infant form as it were, spiritually infant form, um, and still void of life, as it were. I don't know how God does it, but he packages that original creation into a fallen birth, as it were, um, where it's part of you, and um, you're going to go through life. Hopefully, you're going to hit that point somewhere along your lifeline. Uh, Some of us, it happens here. Some of us, it happens here. Regardless. Um, Hopefully, that dude that's packaged in there as a, if I can call it a seed, um, or an ovum, you know, something that's within us, but that doesn't quite have life where we get convicted of sin, righteousness, and judgment, and where the Holy Spirit can breathe life into that guy that's in there, born again. Who gets born again? That dude. He gets born again, which is amazing, because from here onwards, he starts growing again. Remember, he's perfect. And the fruit of the Spirit... The anointing of the Holy Spirit, everything is in that dude. And he gets born again there, and he needs to grow now, from here until there. And then when that's all over, you step back into that. Problem is, if you don't get born again, if you don't choose to yield to that conviction of sin, righteousness, and judgment... That dude is not going to, I'm not sure what happens there, but he's not, he's not alive. He hasn't been growing. And he will over here, when he steps back in to that realm, will be separated from God. Naturally, this guy is, he was created by God, for God, and in God. So naturally, what he's doing from here is he wants to get back to God. That's just what he does. And also, he is as a newborn baby, the adult is packaged in there. So, when he's born again, the spiritual adult is, you know, that creation is packaged in there and he needs to grow, he needs to develop, he needs to become an adult. This piece of your life will be spent mostly undoing what happened here. And some of, it, some of us, <laughs> it's rough here. Some of us, it's a bit better. Um, but regardless, here, you're trying to undo what's happening there. And here, you're trying to learn new ways of thinking, um, new ways of doing things. It's, it's quite a challenge. As a Christian, it's quite a challenge. Because we, we've got a natural brain, we've got a natural body with... You know, we get affected by thoughts and desires and sin and all this funny type of stuff. But God knows that, and that's where the Holy Spirit comes, hopefully here. Pretty soon after this, um, you'll get involved with the Holy Spirit who's going to help you with this. That's His task. That's His job. That's why He's here, is to help you get from there to there as an adult. Grow as much as you can, as fast as you can, in t- before you step back into this realm over here. Now, that's important, and it's amazing. Grow as a Christian. Don't, um, at certain times, if you're an infant, still um, a little Christian, that's why we can talk about little baby Christians and mature Christians and all that. Because your journey in itself is unique. Because each one of us has a unique area here, this part is also going to be unique. It's going to be different to everybody else. You're a unique individual. You're a unique character. And what has happened to you is unique. We're not all the same. Um, we've got different parents, different countries, different situations. Um, but to, re- <clears throat> and to be able to grow, to be able to get what God wants you to be. God has a plan for you. He had a perfect plan, but we stepped into that plan over there. And it may not be like if it was here. Most of that perfect plan is kind of behind you. Um, Do what God wants you to do now. Um, Step into what God's got for you now. And He will take you step by step through your life to be able to match what He has for you, to be able to match your character, um, to be able to anoint you. And just to be able to encourage you and help you. But remember, that original creation is perfect in every way. There is nothing. The way God created that, he cannot. It's impossible to mess up. It's possible to make a mistake. So that's really who I am and that I can look forward to. I know my faults. I know what's happening and what should be happening and what isn't happening. And you struggle through Life as a Christian—it's um, getting interesting now too. In the world of politics, and they're coming after us. You can't. <laughs> I just, in the last few years, God—I don't know if you noticed—in the last few years, God has stopped making girls and boys. He makes whatever. He makes a if button, maybe you know. You can just choose whatever you want to be. <laughs> and. Um, You're not allowed to talk. I mean, gee, he's a kid and he wants to be someone else. You can't help him anymore. They'll chuck you in jail for trying to help the kid. Oh, man. Anyway, so, yeah, times are getting interesting and we've got challenges ahead of us. We've got challenges that we know of right now. Um, Okay, some people, um, they get born again and then they get killed for it. So we're doing okay, actually. It's not too bad. And some people are still struggling in third world countries. They've heard about Jesus. They get born again, but it doesn't, at the snap of a finger, become brilliant and easy. I mean, we know that too. We get born again. It's not like God suddenly steps in and makes us millionaires with mansions. It doesn't happen that way. We grow. We struggle. Um, we are who we are. We've got to do what we've got to do. Just don't play with it. Don't, if, but, eh, you know, i I'm a Christian, but I'm not really into all this stuff. Um, that's going to put you between a rock and a hard place um, because you're going to have trouble coming your way. God promised that. He's interested in developing you. Things, <clears throat> things come your way and they bring up something in you that you thought, wow. You get a reaction. Someone says something, someone does something, and you get a reaction. You find the anger, the hurt, the bitterness come out. And God's just pointing a finger, look, We've got something to work on there. It's not a condemnation or anything, but we do struggle with it. We feel bad before God, and oh man, I messed up and all that. But that's irrelevant. Get hold of God, go back to Him, and um, start your journey. Grow in Him. Remember, the, the original creation is absolutely perfect. He created you. He is God. He created you, and He loves you, regardless of what's happening or what isn't happening. All right. Father, thank you for who you are to us, Lord. Thank you for what you have created in us, Lord. Thank you for the life we can live in you and because of you, Father. Thank you for helping. Thank you for being present, Father God. Thank you that we can see a difference in our lives, Lord. Thank you that we can see the change that comes through us, Father God because of you father god and thank you that jesus christ has made the way for us to be born again and thank you for the holy spirit who anoints us who helps us who encourages us who empowers us to do what needs to be done father we say thank you lord in jesus name lord amen thanks for listening to today's message for more information or to listen to other podcasts to our website at bethelcrc.org.au or check out Bethel Family Church on Facebook.